not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Hey, welcome to our camp house at Kinder Outdoors. I'm Billy Kinder. Glad you're here. Opening day of bow season around these parts. Good luck. Send pictures. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Forta Flora, America's number one canine probiotic. If you own a dog, you need Forta Flora handy. Keep it in the fridge. It stops GI upset in our dogs. Forta Flora. Our weather has cooled off a little bit around here. No longer are we bumping 100 degrees, but hey, we're high 50s, low 60s at night in these parts. A crisp morning on the Sporting Clays Range, just perfect in the fall. And one of my favorite shoots every year is coming up later in the fall. It's always a fall shoot, which makes it special, at the Dallas Gun Club. I want to get my good friend Tate Cruz in here. Talk to us about the Team Connor. Northwestern Mutual Sporting Clay shoot that's coming up. It is always such a pleasure to visit with you, Tate. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm great, and it's good to hear your voice. And just as always, I just can't believe this time of the year is rolling around, and it's just grateful to be here. <laughs> I know. I know. We are all grateful to be here. We're really grateful that you're here. Two years in remission now uh, from a terrible cancer and a very rare cancer, especially for an adult. You know, I look back, you know, two years ago I had ALL, which is a pediatric cancer, which is actually a double cancer. It's leukemia and lymphoma. And, you know, much to my surprise, one minute you're running and working out, and uh, next thing you know, you're told you have three to five days to live and you have no blood in your body. So it's by the grace of God I'm here and by friends who supported me and people like you and just good friends like you. And it's just two years later I'm thriving, and it's just a miracle. Yes, it really is. Now, is this the same uh, cancer, the cancer you had? Is that the same cancer that we lost Connor to, your son Connor? No, when he died in 09 after four and a half years of fighting, he had had what a lot of children get, uh, which is called neuroblastoma, which is a solid tumor down there in the gut region. His was in the left adrenal gland. When we found it, it was like, nine centimeters so his was a solid tumor and um unfortunately it was just all through his body it was just metastatic cancer everywhere Mm. when he left this world this this earthly planet a brand new light started shining and that light continues to shine today and it's called team connor explain to people what is team connor it's 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 an organization we founded while connor was fighting cancer and you know, since we started Team Connor, which is a 501c3, we've literally raised $5 million for research. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable, $5 million for research to help other children get through and and find a cure for cancer. There's 43, 44 children a day being diagnosed with cancer, like my son, and we're fighting for kids we're never going to meet. But more importantly, research dollars are what's so needed right now because there's just not enough research. So we, well, in the last 13, 15 years, have really made an impact on the research community for cancer, for pediatric cancer. One of the things I love the most about the things we enjoy, Tate, the outdoors, the shooting sports, hunting and fishing, is the fact that we can use those great pleasures to raise a lot of money for really important work like pediatric cancer research. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how 12 years ago, I can't believe it's 12 years, the Team Connor 
Northwestern Mutual clay shoot started, and it still thrives today. It does, and, you know, with friends like you and people who love to shoot, which is great because fall's coming, deer season, ducks, and it's never a better time than to go out, shoot some clays, raise some money for cancer, and just have a great time. You know, Connor loved to shoot. He was a great hand-eye coordination. He always wanted a clay shoot. Um, and here we are, November 7th at the Dallas Gun Club, the, you know, premier shooting place here in Dallas and uh, facilities. And November 7th, we're going to be shooting and hopefully raising a lot of money. And hopefully a lot of people will join and come out and shoot and try and win some prizes. You know, and the nice thing is we'll, we'll feed them breakfast. We'll feed them lunch. They can win some prizes. They can be in and out of in, in and out in three hours. And hopefully, we're going to meet some new friends for and supporters for Team Connor. Even if they don't shoot, you know, hopefully they'll learn about us and know what we're trying to do and accomplish. Because one in 270 children before the age of 18 will come down with cancer. So we're we're out there having fun, raising money, and making a, a huge impact. And Nothing's better than shooting a bunch of orange clays and, and doing something for something good. You guys always have awesome guns that you give away different opportunities mm-hmm. there can, can you tip your hand towards that stuff at all yet oh yeah we're gonna i think we're gonna have an ar two or one or two ars we've got a caesar a 28 gauge caesar we've got some remingtons and i believe a browning or a, a, a beretta and thanks to cro and three forks they're going to feed you and doing some serious research dollars i mean we'll raise a hundred to two hundred thousand of research dollars which you know, to make an impact for your listener, that's about – it takes about $3,500 a child to put them through a research project. And that can save a life, $3,500. So just think we're going to impact, you know, probably 50, 60 kids by just shooting some clays uh, on that Monday. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I have all of the details for you at kinderoutdoors.com. You're looking for the 12th Annual Northwestern Mutual Clay Shoot. Tate. I always look forward to our visits, and we're going to have another great shoot this year. God bless you, and thanks for all your listeners and their support. Thank you for all your hard work for kids with cancer. Tate Cruz, and thanks to our friends at Calming Care from the trusted name Purina, bringing us to this corner of the camp house. Calming Care very gently over time settles the overactive dog. Learn more at kinderoutdoors.com. I'm Craig Boddington. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it at Kinder Outdoors. We fish you a Merry Christmas. We fish you a Merry Christmas. How about crisp, clean air? endless water and marlin after marlin for christmas this year that's what we have in mind for you and two of your friends or family at carib sea sport fishing and kinder outdoors the lodging dining and fishing is on us in costa rica five nights in our beachfront penthouse three days fishing some of the most fertile water on the planet stay tuned and enter soon learn more at kinderoutdoors.com fish on At Marksman Firearms and Outfitters, you'll find a huge selection of firearms, ammo, fishing tackle, including rods, reels, lures, baits, and every accessory you can imagine. Whether you buy, sell, or trade, Marksman's mission is to guide and educate their customers, whether they're new to firearms or experienced, skilled shooters. Visit one of their stores in Mansfield, Granbury, Killeen, or Wichita Falls. For more info, go to MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. The True Life Taxidermy Studio in Granbury, Texas, has won Best Studio in the State of Texas time after time after time. 
Roy Holdridge and his True Life staff of artists take your memories to a higher level, a degree of professionalism and perfection that matches the memory of the hunt or that fishing trip. True Life can create and integrate lifelike landscape, multiple animals, fish, and fowl. International shipping and trophy care is turnkey when you turn it over to Roy Holdridge and True Life in Granbury, Texas. My home is a testament to the impeccable work of True Life Taxidermy. The ducks, pheasant, deer, and fish are realistic and they last. A special deer in memory on my wall dates back nearly 30 years and still looks fresh and new. Preserve that special memory this year with True Life Taxidermy. Visit the 1,800-square-foot trophy room and see Roy's talent on display. True Life Taxidermy is online at truelifetaxidermy.org. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Tech rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Smells like fish in here. And we're proud of it. Welcome to camp at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, fall rolls around, all the hunting seasons open up, and then come the holidays, Thanksgiving and Christmas, and the new year, and then a brand new year gets kicked off with a bang with the Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo each year. I want to welcome my good friend, Corey Mason, back. He's the Chief Executive Officer of the Dallas Safari Club and the Dallas Safari Club Foundation. So good to have you back with us always, Corey. Good to see you, Billy. Thank you. Yep. You know, uh, hey, Halloween's coming up, and then Thanksgiving, which is my favorite, Corey. I love Thanksgiving. Me too. I love some turkey. I do too, and everything that goes with it. Uh, then Santa Claus comes, and then 
it's time for DSC Convention and Expo. When the holidays start, I put that right up there with the others. It's a kingpin. There is no better way to start the new year than the DSC Convention. Yep. Let's talk about it a little bit. I want to make sure everybody gets it on their uh, on their calendars. The dates and where we're going to be uh, for folks that are listening today. Maybe they've never been. What is this? You bet. So we will be right back at the beautiful K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center, January 5th through 8th in Dallas, Texas. And it is the greatest gathering of all things outdoors that occurs in North America. How many square feet of that place do we use? Yeah, so we'll have about 1,000 exhibitors covering over 800,000 square feet of space. <laughs> and it's everything. And, and it's not just... Uh, it's not just rifles and camo. That's right. So we will have everything there from all from the manufacturing side, anything outdoors, if that's boots, backpacks, optics, guns, gear, all of it, outdoor lifestyle-related stuff. So, uh, you know, artists, uh, taxidermy, uh, jewelers, and then clearly we will have outfitters from around the globe, from hunting, fishing, and everything in between. That hard-to-find hunt that uh, maybe you go online and you don't really trust online and you bounce around and... And, um, you know, you might find two or three people that offer that hunt. You can have eye-to-eye conversation with multiple outfitters that feature that specific hunt, no matter what you want to do. You can. It doesn't matter where it is in the world. Uh, and, and further than that, there's a couple of things that can provide some comfort to someone that's looking for something unknown. Specifically, to be an exhibitor at the DSC convention, we require that that exhibitor, in an outfitting standpoint, is a member of their in-country hunting association. So it establishes credibility there. Is well, if they have a long-standing relationship with DSC and are under that roof, it proves it proves some credibility of that outfitter as well. So it's different than buying something online where you're really getting an unknown commodity. You come here, you visit face to face, you get to meet this person, build some rapport with them, and see if they fit or not for what you're looking for. Yeah, you talk about vetted and then vetted and then vetted again. Uh, if they're there, they're reputable at DSC, uh, which leads me to uh, the artwork. And the jewelry, there, there's just really beautiful stuff outside of uh, the nuts and bolts of a hunt uh, that are very attractive to folks. There are. There's everything there from artists of all kinds. If it's bronze or sculpture or paintings, all of it for the whole family lifestyle. And it's really a family event. I mean, we have there from, from uh, things for kids to all different sexes and ages and everything. So, I mean, it's really a great event. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, and that's coming up again when? January 5th through the 8th. Don't forget the banquets and the auctions, both spectacular. You bet, and anybody can find all the details they want at biggame.org. Very good. Let's talk a little bit about what's been happening in the conservation world over the past 12 months. Uh, it's been a pretty busy year uh, with big moves uh, federally, nationally, uh, in the conservation, internationally, in the conservation world. What, what are the hot topics on your mind? Yeah, so we obviously keep a really strong pulse and attention focused to all things legislative, recognizing the impacts of that on the policy, and if that's a state level, national level, or international level. And so we've been tracking and engaging a number of pieces of federal legislation that we've been working on, some state-level pieces of legislation, working with our counterparts in Europe as well on some things happening there, as well as big preparations for the CITES Conference of the Party that's coming up in November, an active preparation for that. So... Lots of things there. The DSC Foundation just went through its first granting period, so that's super exciting where we take the dollars earned from the convention, yeah. 
and the uh, foundation gala that took place in June, and we put those dollars back to fulfill conservation, education, and advocacy mission. You bet. For folks that don't know what CITES are, most people have never heard of CITES. They don't know how, what it is or how important it is uh, to the animal kingdom, the wildlife world. What is CITES? What are you talking about? Yeah, so CITES, uh, you know, we can get caught up in that world of acronyms for sure. Thanks for the opportunity to slow down about that for a second. So, so what CITES is, is really the international governing body associated with the trade, regulated trade in these animals. And within that bucket of trade is kind of non-conventionally thought of. It's hunting trophies associated with that as well, but it's also things everywhere from uh, plant species that may be regulated and traded from the, the music industry, things like that, the violin industry. So it's all-encompassing flora and fauna, but it is an international governing body that determines uh, essentially a, a global ranking of these, these species. So like if it's a appendix species, etc., it allows the ability to hunt and move those animals. Yeah, and these are our folks that are the movers and shakers in the uh, in the wildlife and wild places world and know what they're talking about. They come from a scientific background. That's exactly right. And so we've been preparing, working with wildlife ministries around the world, with the Fish and Wildlife Service providing comments, and then I will be there in Panama uh, for two weeks in November attending meetings, providing comments, and engaging to support the sustainable use community and the hunting community. You bet. Uh, how you feeling about uh, hunting and, and fishing in North America? The numbers continue to kind of dwindle if you look at the long term. Um, does that concern you some, Corey? You know, it certainly does. As someone that obviously does this every single day and has done it for now two decades and the father of a, a young daughter, you know, that loves to go outdoors. And so we work with many partners to, to really look at that, try to take introspective looks at how do we – analyze this you know we we learned some good things and we had some horrible experiences of course during COVID but one of the things we learned is when things got tough people quickly remembered where they came from and by that I mean an outdoor lifestyle and a, a, you know a desire to reconnect with the land so we saw a reconnection there we're seeing some of those people that are continuing to buy a hunting license uh, and then we're also seeing some families recruited from that so that's been a very positive as well. I and a guy like you uh, we can't imagine a life without hunting and fishing and, and fresh uh, game in the freezer. That's right. You know, that, I mean, it's what feeds my family, and it's what we do. It's part of our lifestyle. It is our lifestyle, you know, that we take our family spends time outdoors in the spring and in the fall and through the winter. It's what we do. You know, if it's fishing or going to Canada or going to the deer lease down the road, whatever it's in between. And so I, I really can't imagine that. But my eyes have been opened working with people that, that can't imagine people's desire to even be outdoors on yeah. the other side of the conversation. So it is something that we have to be engaged to support because no one else is doing it on our behalf. Yep. We can never take anything for granted that just because we know something so well, we assume that everyone else does and they don't. So let's tell them again, what the heck is the Dallas Safari Club? I'm always telling people if you're not a DSC member, you ought to be. Uh, and I tell them that because I've never seen anything bad with the Dallas Safari Club. We say what we're going to do, we do it, and then we tell you what we've done. That's it. You know, I'm proud of this organization that represents about 19,000 members now globally that the, the focus is very simply put on conservation, education, and advocacy. And that means putting dollars into conservation to conserve the world's natural resources, wildlife habitat, and wildlife, and proactively educate and engage both the general public, the hunting public, so that they can better engage constituents as well, and engage our legislators all over the world to support what we believe in. And I want to remind folks, because we hear from folks all over the nation each week, and it just tickles me to hear from you, but... Uh, chances are there's a DSC chapter near you. You're not going to have to drive too far. 
Yeah, that's exactly right, Bill. So we have 13 in North America right now uh, with three more that we're looking to add, hopefully over the next six, eight months, something like that. Uh, the chapter network has been very beneficial because it provides, you know, DSC's global resources to a state-level chapter uh, and then the ability to engage in, uh, you know, advocacy at that state level and conservation and whatever conservation priorities there are. And those vary from each chapter from a local shooting sports team to state-level politics to conservation efforts around the world. So it's a really great relationship we have with our chapter partners. Thanks, Corey. Always wonderful to have you in the camp house with us. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Fortiflora, America's number one canine probiotic. All of our dogs suffer from GI upset from time to time. Maybe they got into the trash and ate something that they shouldn't have or a change in routine, a change in water. Just about anything can bring on GI upset in our dogs. Fortiflora fixes that. Hey, we're going to grab a cup of coffee, but when we come back, we're going to visit with Bass Fishing Hall of Famer, Jay Yellis. We're headed for the great state of Oregon next. Hey, it's Alan Jones, Jr. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com Hey, crappie fans, if you love crappie fishing, Crappie Expo, Branson, Missouri, October the 20th through the 22nd. More than 100 exhibitors. It's all crappie. Get the latest and greatest. Also, the world's largest crappie fry, hush puppies and taters. Mmm, mmm. Pro crappie teams fishing for over $300,000. Meet the pros, seminars and concerts daily. Giving away $10,000 on Friday and again on Saturday. Cash is king. That man's crazy. CrappieExpo.com. CrappieExpo.com. Some of the most outstanding memories in Brendan's young life have been the hunting trips that he takes with Dad. Duck, doves, quail. But the good times aren't just reserved for the dove field or the deer blind. They all start in the cab of that classic Chevrolet when you pull out of the drive. Um, the corner store gets snack and we either stop at Bucky's because it's Buckies. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun hiding from the cold with Dad in a duck blind. And the ice doesn't seem that bad out in that old flat-bottom boat for a little while. A decoy, he starts it up. And sometimes the decoys make noises, I think. Or if, it does, if that doesn't work, he just uses his call. And then they just come, but sometimes we come back with nothing. But home away from home is that classic Chevrolet. I love sleeping in the car and then waking up still in the car as well. I can just feel the comfort knowing that will be fun. At Classic Chevrolet, we sell memory makers. Come get yours. ClassicChevrolet.com this is Woody, Woody's fairly reliable guide service up on Rainy Lake, Minnesota. I've been taking families, friends, and corporate groups fishing for more than 40 years. Crappie, smallmouth, walleye, and monster pike await you right outside your lodge door. Not only can I show you a wonderful time on Rainy Lake, I can sell you your very own island as I'm a realtor too. So we can do it all up here and take a two-nation vacation with Woody. Over 90% of our customers make it back to dock safely. We hope you're one of them. Woody at RainyLake.com. See you here. 
The Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation salutes hunters for the role they play in providing critical funding for conservation. Funds generated by hunting licenses and fees, excise taxes on hunting gear, and donations to groups like RMEF generate funds that fuel land and wildlife conservation efforts from coast to coast. Celebrate how hunting is conservation at our annual fundraising banquet and auction. Be ensuring the future of elk, other wildlife, their habitat, and our hunting heritage. Wing shooting in Argentina is an activity that must be experienced rather than explained. Dove are considered to be a plague in the area, so there are no bag limits, and there are no seasons to hunt them. We've got 20 million birds on the roost, and they're there 365 days a year. They're there every day, all day. They fly eight hours a day, every day. At Cordoba Doves, you'll enjoy delicious food, exceptional hospitality, beverages in the field, your own personal bird boy. Bird boy's job is to pour shells in your bag uh, when you're going through a box every five minutes and keep count of the birds that you've shot and to bring you something to drink every few minutes. At the end of the day, we pick up all the holes and pick up the birds, but you can't send him out to pick up birds at six or eight hundred times a day. Experience the very best that Argentina has to offer through Cordoba Doves. Contact the U.S. Representative Lane Balky at CordobaDoves.com. My name is Jose Grasso, the owner of JJ Caseria. Can see me in Argentina. Somewhere over this horizon sit a million little dictators, eager to purge humanity of its hunting instincts. Contrived emotions flood from their air-conditioned, glass-paneled, Wi-Fi-enabled habitats. Over the mountains, out into the wild from which they hate to admit they emerged their foolish quest to force nature to fit their feelings threatens the survival of every living thing on our planet if their fevered tantrums are ever imposed the earth will be ruled by the deadliest combination in the natural world human ignorance and human arrogance travel another path the truest path, nature's path. Trust the hunter in your blood. Hunters and fishermen are the backbone of conservation. Because you participate in the outdoors, our fish and wildlife and the places they inhabit flourish. Thank you from all of us in the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. We're having so much fun with our fall contest, our fall giveaway here at Kinder Outdoors with our friends at Carib Sea Sport Fishing in the Caribbean. We're giving away a trip for you and two guests, whoever you want to take with you, to stay at Casa Carib Sea. Oceanfront, what a view, what a magnificent place to spend five nights and three days offshore and inshore fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing. This is a place where they've been known to catch 20 marlin in a single day off of one of their boats. <laughs> that sounds good, huh? All you, It's a simple drawing. All you have to do is drop by kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, and register. It's a simple thank you for listening to the show, Kinder Outdoors, whether that's a broadcast, podcast, or satellite. Thank you 
Go win a trip to Costa Rica on us at Carib Sea Sport Fishing and all of the crew here in the camp house at Kinder Outdoors. This corner of the camp house brought to you by my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. I was just there a couple of months ago. Listen, the Axis herd is as healthy as ever. The population, the antlers, the overall health of the animals. I should know. I've got one in my freezer right now. I stayed and studied and hunted them for several days back in June. And I've hunted there and I've hunted the hill country for Axis deer for years. It's a fantastic hunt on this high-quality, low-fence ranch, Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more about them at kinderoutdoors.com. Let's jump on that Kinder Outdoors trot line right now, make a little trip to the great state of Oregon, a hunter and fisherman paradise. And this guy is pretty good at that fishing deal. His name is Jay Yellis. He's in the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. And I welcome you back to the show, Jay. It's always a pleasure to have you. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you thinking about me and inviting me back on. You betcha. I want to talk a little bit about one of the uh, most stellar bass fishing careers uh, in history. And then I'm going to tell you what impresses me most about Jay Yellis' bass fishing career. First of all, the credentials. In bass, $1.6 million in earnings more than Bassmaster Classic Champion in 2002, Angler of the Year 2003, then moved it over to uh, FLW, qualified for, I can't remember how many Forest Wood Cups, 11, I believe it was, uh, another uh, million dollars in earnings, two times Angler of the Year, and then at the end of all of that, the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame. Jay, congratulations on an incredible career. Oh, thanks. It's been good to me, that's for sure. I have a lot to be thankful for, but that's 35 years of uh, professional fishing, and um, I started doing it right after college back in 1987. So it's been a fun career, something I grew up dreaming of doing, and only in America, right, can you be a professional bass fisherman. I've, you know, had a lot of fun doing it, met a lot of wonderful people all over the country and got to travel to travel America. Um, yeah, it's been great. Thanks. You bet. Yeah. Yeah. You've circled the uh, U.S. map a few times in, in your career. And now yeah. I'm going to tell you what I think stands out the most about Jay Ellis's uh, uh, professional bass fishing career. You You have been a great witness for the Lord Jesus Christ all the way through. You've been so faithful in that. And it's not always easy. Seldom is it easy. And you're to be commended. You you stood your ground. You are who you are. And you probably have proclaimed that through the years. And I admire that, Jay. Well, I appreciate that because that's, I mean, it's all about Jesus. And, you know, without without him um, in my life, I, I don't know where I'd be. He's just so good. And it's, and it's, you know, day in and day out, whether you're, well, you know, no matter what you're doing in life, and uh, you know, he's our creator, and he's right there with us. You know, and his Holy Spirit is right there living with it in us if we if we have faith in his in Jesus is that he's God's Son that died a sinless life for, for the payment for our sins. And, and so when I heard that truth and readily believed, yeah, I just couldn't help but to share his goodness with folks throughout my fishing career, and I've had lots of opportunities that God's given me to have a platform and to speak to the fishermen around, especially the bass fishermen in America, about 
God's goodness and share my testimony at various places over the years. And, and uh, yeah, and now he's, uh, he's, God's moving me from being a professional bass fisherman to being the executive director of the Cast for Kids Foundation. And I'm really thrilled about that. It's really what I'm passionate about these days. And, um, um, you know, I've really, he's given me a great love god has for these children and their families that we serve and and uh and that's what i find my passion being waking up every morning working hard to serve these kids these special needs kids and their families that we serve at these cast for kids events so i don't know for those of you that are listening if you don't know i've never heard of cast for kids you can go to castforkids.org but it's a nonprofit that's been around 31 years um, I was on the board from 05 to 2015, and then the founder retired, and so I transitioned from being a board member to the executive director, running it on a day-to-day basis. And I've been doing that for eight years and fishing, and it's the foundation's grown so much that I just don't really have time to do both, to be honest. And, and uh, this is what God wants me doing now because I've I really feel that, and it's just tremendously um, gratifying to be able to see the the fruit of your labor in the lives of these kids that we serve. So that's what we do is we put on um, events for disabled and disadvantaged youth. We get a lot of foster kids, too, but a lot of physically, mentally disabled children, and we provide them an opportunity to be celebrated and go fishing, and it's you know, we're, the events are designed to show these kids. We have volunteers from communities come out to make these events happen. The foundation just kind of provides the leadership to the local communities. And we, these children come out, and we have a day designed just for them where they are shown that they're loved and valued by their community. And these volunteers love on these kids, and they take them fishing. And most of these kids have never been fishing. They've never caught a fish, and they absolutely love it. And it's a day designed just for them. Their parents love it because there's very few activities like this for their kids. And then after the fishing is done, we have lunch. And then we have an award ceremony where the East child is celebrated and called up to receive an award plaque with a photo. And, and uh, everybody cheers for them, makes a lot of noise. And it's really a special time for those kids. And they leave just with their hearts full and the volunteers love it too. It's it's pretty special. So I, I've just given you my little marketing spiel. But I tell you what, if you can't, you never find event unless you attend in person, see the smiles, get the hugs from the kids, and feel God working. It's just like the heaven comes to earth for a few hours on Saturday morning. To, you have all these volunteers from all walks of life that gather just to serve these children and their families. And there aren't many activities like that where you have all races, all economic backgrounds, different people, different faiths or denominations, and different political affiliations. doesn't matter. They throw all that out. They're just there to serve the kids. And it's like it's like it's heavenly is all I can say. And so I just love that. That's what, that's what God's got, got me doing now. And I love it. Jay Yellis, Bass Fishing Hall of Famer. That is a life well lived. Let's take a little break. And then I want to come back and talk to you more about fishing and cash for kids and Jay Yellis in general. 
This Corner of the Camp House brought to you by the best bird hunting in the state of Texas. The best quail hunting in Texas is at Joshua Creek Ranch in the beautiful Texas Hill Country. Learn more about them and book a hunt for yourself at kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R. Hi, everybody. It's World Championship caller Al Morris. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Big Billy Kinder Outdoors. Dallas Safari Club Convention and Sporting Expo is back at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas, January 5th through the 8th. Make plans to join outdoors men and women from around the globe for the greatest hunting and outdoors expo on the planet. Guns, exclusive trips and opportunities, fine jewelry, world-class taxidermy, artwork, hunting gear, and accessories covering 800,000 square foot of exhibit space in downtown Dallas. I'm DSC Chief Executive Officer Corey Mason asking you to please join us for this important event as we raise funds to fight for your ability to hunt, shoot, fish, and trap. DSC also builds young men and women that will be the conservation backbone of the future and we fund global efforts to fight poachers and benefit wildlife and habitat. There's so much to do and see at the DSC convention. Bring the family January 5th through the 8th and learn more at biggame.org. U.S. Highway 287 carries elk hunters and fly fishers, snow skiers and bird dog chasers, 72-ounce steak eaters, buried Cadillac picture takers, antelopers, prairie doggers, and rattlesnakers. The Herdware Store sits on Highway 287 near Goodnight, Texas. Now, only 18 people live around here, so to keep the lights turned on, we need you 287 travelers to stop by. Come in out of the weather and take a look at the most unique store between the Gulf and Pacific coasts. One-of-a-kind artwork, jewelry, knives, and more. Feel the luxurious softness and warmth of bison socks, gloves, hats, beanies, blankets, and scarves. You'll think it's cashmere, and it's warmer than wool. Our sister company, Buffalo Wool, produces the finest bison products on the planet. The herdware store is boots and shoes, bison blankets and throws, even bison meats for the road. The herdware store, 42 miles southeast of Amarillo. Hey, drop by right now at herdware.net. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good pets. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Can you imagine 20-plus sailfish in a single day? Welcome to Costa Rica's rich fishing history. The marlin catch is as good as any spot on earth. Blue marlin, sailfish, mahi, and tuna. From the moment your feet touch down in beautiful Costa Rica, you'll discover a new love in your life. 
The landscape, the people, the food, the salty air and year-round fishable temperatures and calm waters. At Carib Sea Sport Fishing, we're prepared for your group with a fleet of some of the most successful vessels in this sport fishing area. Call your buddies or make it a couple's trip to Costa Rica. Enjoy world-class Caribbean sport fishing, endless shopping, beaches, spectacular wildlife. Discover the landscape by horseback. Carib Sea Sport Fishing offers a variety of trips, offshore, inshore, overnight, half-day, full-day, every day. Come see us now at catchafishincostarica.com. salty coastline breeze in Florida to the crashing shores of the great northwest and all prairies, woods, and waters in between, Kinder Outdoors is there. Broadcasting across the entire United States and Canada each and every week from our humble little camp house. (laughs) Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. I'm Billy Kinder. This is Kinder Outdoors brought to you This time around by our friends at Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. Five-star amenities. You will not stay any place any finer and any more finely appointed. You'll not be fed better anywhere than Joshua Creek Ranch. Oh, and by the way, the bird hunting is world class. That's not me talking. That's folks like Beretta and Orvis and shooting sportsmen. Book your hunt. Book your stay. Plan your corporate retreat with my friends Joe and Ann Kirchival at Joshua Creek Ranch, Bernie, Texas, just northwest of San Antonio. All of the details are at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, I want to thank Bass Fishing Hall of Famer Jay Yellis for hanging on during the break there. He's at uh, his home up in Oregon and kind enough to spend a little time with us in the camp house today at Kinder Outdoors. Thanks for hanging on, Jay. Jay, not only a Bass Fishing Hall of Famer, he was a million-dollar angler in Bass, B-A-S-S. He was a million-dollar angler in FLW. 2002 Bassmaster Classic Champion, three times Angler of the Year. And now... He is retired from professional bass fishing. Jay, you had to pull out of a Bassmaster Elite event at Lake Fork mid-season or late season because of health reasons. You had health concerns, and you had to take a medical exemption and withdraw, disqualify yourself for the remainder of the season. Did that have anything to do with your retirement decision? Um, No, but you're right. I had... I've never been had an injury in 35 years. And I, this season, I developed really severe tendonitis in both elbows from just from fishing too much, and and uh, so I yeah I got so bad I couldn't even turn the handle on the reel without sharp pain in my elbow. So I knew I needed to back off, and I did withdraw from that Lake Fork tournament and the rest of the season. But really. No, I, I, it's something I've been, you know, you pray about these things. Retirement's a big deal. I mean, it's a, it's a season it's a shift in your life. So I've been praying about it a long time and I knew it was coming soon and I felt like it would have happened this year anyway. My arms are getting a lot better. I'd be, I feel ready to go next spring if to tournament fish again. But it's the one thing, the one way that that did contribute to the decision though and really confirmed it was that I missed like the last four tournaments of the year 
and I was so busy with Casper Kid stuff, I didn't even miss being at those tournaments. I didn't. I mean, I did. Wow. I didn't think about it for 20 seconds. I mean, I was just so I, you know, that was that was confirmation that that uh, yeah, there was no remorse about not being there because I, yeah, it's something I've done for 35 years. That's a long time to do anything, but I. We, you know, we, those, all those last four tournaments were right in the middle of the summer busy season for all of our events. We're running wide open that time of year. So I, I actually don't know how I did it the last eight years, run the foundation and fish the tournaments. <laughs> I just have a great staff that works for that. That's the only way I could do it because they would pick up the slack when I was at a bass tournament. And, uh, so anyway, we're sure appreciate all the great volunteers out there that make the foundation hum because we couldn't do it without them you bet absolutely hey back uh in the when you graduated college becoming a pro bass angler you know it it wasn't then what it is now uh it wasn't that easy to do that, that's a big decision no. to commit uh, to commit and say this is how i'm going to make a living did you get any pushback from family or anybody at that time well, you're right. You know, back that was like in 87, I graduated from Oregon State. And still to this day, I'm the only bass fish, professional bass fisherman, you know, right now in Oregon. So I, it's, yeah, and back in the 80s, it was like unheard of. And it, um, so my, you know, my folks thought they weren't, they didn't really know what bass fishing was back then. And they were a little unsure at first, but then they, they quickly became my biggest fans. My mom and dad did. And, but I, yeah, no, I, other than that, I really didn't have any pushback, just support and people, you know, telling me to live my dream and go for it. So I, my wife and I moved to Texas in the, in 91 to get, um, closer to all the, the big fishing tournaments on the Bassmaster circuit. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot different, uh, setting than we have today with co- uh, pro- the proliferation of college fishing across the country and, and get, kids are getting scholarships to get on co- college bass teams. And there's, I know I've met guys that are paid, it's a paid position to be a, a coach of a college fishing team now. These guys make a, a living wage doing that as a coach. So I mean, it's, yeah, back then it was, there was none of that in the eighties. So it was, yeah, I really, it was just something I loved to do. And I really wanted to, wanted to try my hand at professional bass fishing. So I was able to, thankful I was able to put it to, a career together doing it. And you did it at a hall of fame level. Jay Ellis, again, congratulations on an incredible career and an exciting retirement. We're looking forward to seeing you down the road at uh, Cast yeah. for Kids events. Well, come on out and I invite your, all your listeners to join us too. It's a great, uh, it's time well spent. I'll leave it at that. Come join us at a Cast for Kids event sometime. Check out our event schedule is on castforkids.org. We've got 80 events this year across the country, about 30 of those that are in the state of Texas. So we've, uh, but we have events in several states. And it's a lot of fun. You know, Jay, just because you retired from professional bass fishing doesn't mean you're going to put fewer miles on the pickup. You've still got a lot of miles to go. Oh, I hope so. I, yeah, <laughs> I, hope, I hope I have a lot of miles to go. And, I, yeah, I still feel great. I mean, I know I could fish another several years but I, on the circuit. But I just I, Oregon's got a lot of great fishing opportunities that I enjoy. So I'll get my fill of 
fishing up here. We got all kinds of bass, salmon, steelhead, ocean, tuna fishing out there, all kinds of stuff. So it's it's a great spot to get my fit my my fill of fishing. But it's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with the foundation. That's for sure. You bet, and that's what I was referring to. You're not going to be maybe traveling all those miles pulling a boat, but you're going to be traveling all those miles to cast for oh, kids yeah. events yeah. all over the country. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't, I, that's true. I don't attend, you know, with 80 events around the country. I don't attend all 80 by any means. I'll get to about 20 of those each year. We've got a, a staff that, that we send us one staff person to every event. So that's, that kind of the goal anyway. And we, uh, I get to lots of them. I, I love it. It's, uh, get to meet some of the best people on earth when I get to travel to the Cats for Kids events. And it's, there's good. You hear all the negative stuff in the news. Let me tell you, there are a lot of great people out there in America, and you just don't really hear about them in the news. But there's, it's there's it's the body of Christ, and well, we have a lot of people that come volunteer that aren't believers, you know, or they're. But but we're glad that they're there too. It's just a lot of fun. People have anybody that has a heart for these children and serving them. They're they're who makes Cats for Kids happen, and and so we love that. Jay Yellis, thanks for the time, and I'll be bugging you again, my friend. I'll look forward to that. Appreciate it very much. You guys have a great day. He's a Hall of Famer in every sense of the word. Jay Yellis, retiring from professional bass fishing. I want to say hello to some folks before the break, like Marissa Valdez. She catches the show in Blanchard, Oklahoma. Lon Ninemeyer is in Hill City, Kansas. We heard from Tim Ost in Havana, Illinois this week. And Chuck Johnson in Chico, Texas. Thanks, guys, for tuning in to Kinder Outdoors. And thanks for dropping by the website, kinderoutdoors.com, and saying hello. Hey, why don't you drop by kinderoutdoors.com during the break and throw your name in the hat for that Fishing You a Merry Christmas contest, our big fall giveaway. A trip for you and two buddies to fish with my buddies at Carib Sea Sport Fishing Costa Rica. You can't win if you don't throw your name in the hat. KinderOutdoors.com The Kinder Outdoors bragging board is open for business. Send a picture and a brief description. KinderOutdoors.com Hey, welcome back to the camp house. I'm Billy Kinder. Big sporting clay shoot that I love to attend uh, coming up in November. If you live in the North Texas area or you're going to be in North Texas on business or whatever in November, you might want to come join us. My dear friend Tate Cruz is the host of this sporting clays event at the Dallas Gun Club, and it's in honor of his son, Connor, lost a few years back to cancer. But Connor thrives in the lives of others through this shoot. Hey, I always love to visit with my friend Tate Cruz. How you doing, Tate? I'm great. I'm great, and it's good to hear your voice. And just as always, I just can't believe this time of the year is rolling around, and it's just grateful to be here. <laughs> I know. I know we are all grateful to be here, and we're really grateful that you're here. Two years in remission now uh, from a terrible cancer and a very rare cancer, especially for an adult. Yeah. Yeah, it's you know, I look back, you know, two years ago I had ALL, which is a pediatric cancer, which is actually a double cancer. It's leukemia and lymphoma. And 
you know, much to my surprise, one minute you're running and working out, and uh, next thing you know, you're told you have three to five days to live, and you have no blood in your body. So it's by the grace of God I'm here, and by friends who supported me, and people like you, and they're just good friends like you, and it's just two years later, I'm thriving, and it's just a miracle. Yes, it really is. Now, is this the same uh, cancer, the cancer you had? Is that the same cancer that we lost Connor to, your son Connor? No, when he died in 09, after four and a half years of fighting, he had had what a lot of children get, uh, which is called neuroblastoma, which is a solid tumor down there in the gut region. His was in the left adrenal gland. When we found it, it was like, nine centimeters so his was a solid tumor and um unfortunately it was just all through his body it was just metastatic cancer everywhere mm. and uh he, he put up a whale of a fight uh, and was an example to all of us with his attitude and the way he went about that fight uh and when he left this world this this earthly planet a brand new light started shining, and that light continues to shine today, and it's called Team Connor. Explain to people, what is Team Connor? It's, it's, it's an organization we founded while Connor was fighting cancer. And, you know, since we started Team Connor, which is a 501c3, we've literally raised $5 million for research. I mean, <laughs> unbelievable, $5 million for research to help other children get through and and find a cure for cancer. There's 43, 44 children a day being diagnosed with cancer, like my son, and we're fighting for kids we're never going to meet. But more importantly, research dollars are what's so needed right now because there's just not enough research. So we, in the last 13, 15 years, have really made an impact on the research community for cancer, for pediatric cancer. Yes, you absolutely have, and you guys have a series of events throughout the year uh, fundraisers, and they're all fun fundraisers. Uh, but one of the things I love the most about the things we enjoy, Tate, the outdoors, the shooting sports, hunting, and fishing, is the fact that we can use those great pleasures to raise a lot of money for really important work like pediatric cancer research. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how 12 years ago, I can't believe it's 12 years, the Team Connor Northwestern Mutual Clay Shoot started and it still thrives today it does and you know with friends like you and people who love to shoot which is great because fall's coming deer season duck and it's never a better time than to go out shoot some clays raise some money for cancer and just have a great time you know we we really love this event besides golf events and tennis events this one's my favorite because connor loved to shoot he was a a great hand-eye coordination he always wanted a clay shoot uh, and here we are, November 7th at the Dallas Gun Club, the, you know, premier shooting place here in Dallas and uh, facilities. And November 7th, we're going to be shooting and hopefully raising a lot of money. And hopefully a lot of people will join and come out and shoot and try and win some prizes. You betcha. Um, and one of the things I love most about this shoot is, hey, we're not going to go out there in the blistering summer sun. <laughs> And suffer. It's always deep into the fall, November 7th, and it's on a Monday. Nobody wants to work on Monday. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a perfect day. They've been a great partner forever. And, and it, you know, and the nice thing is we'll, we'll feed them breakfast. We'll feed them lunch. They can win some prizes. They can be in and out, of, in, in, and out in three hours. And hopefully we're going to meet some new friends for, 
and supporters for Team Connor, even if they don't shoot, you know, hopefully they'll learn about us and know what we're trying to do and accomplish because one in 270 children before the age of 18 will come down with cancer. So we're we're out there having fun, raising money, and making a, a huge impact. And nothing's better than shooting a bunch of orange clays and, and doing something for something good. You bet. November 7th, it's a Monday, November 7th, uh, at the Dallas Gun Club, the 12th annual Northwestern Mutual Clay Shoot. Uh, I don't know if you can let the cat out of the bag on any of this stuff yet or not, but uh, you guys always have uh, awesome guns that you give away, different opportunities mm-hmm. there. Can, can you tip your hand towards that stuff at all yet? Oh, yeah, we're going to – I think we're going to have an AR, or two or one or two ARs. We've got a Caesar, a 28-gauge Caesar. We've got some Remingtons and, I believe, a Browning or a, a, a Beretta. We have a great time in the crisp, cool fall at the Team Connor Northwestern Mutual Clay Shoot. Come join us. Purina Pro Plan makes a Pro Plan formula a fuel for every dog, big dogs, little dogs, active, inactive, puppies, juveniles or senior citizens and you'll find pro plan at atwood's ranch and home stores hi this is steve remspecker with pro plan and when i'm not in the great outdoors i'm thinking about it with kinder outdoors we wish you a merry christmas we wish you a merry christmas how about crisp clean air endless water and marlin after marlin for christmas this year that's what we have in mind for you and two of your friends or family at carib sea sport fishing and kinder outdoors the lodging dining and fishing is on us in costa rica five nights in our beachfront penthouse three days fishing some of the most fertile water on the planet stay tuned and enter soon learn more at kinderoutdoors.com fish on (laughs) after red stick one Outdoor author Ken Kirkaby's sequel, Red Stick 2, is a must-read. Virgil Clary is sent to South America, where he uses his unique tracking skills to find an American engineer abducted by revolutionaries. Kirkus Reviews says, assured writing, a locomotive plot, and nonstop suspenseful action in a series that shows no signs of slowing down. Ken Kirkaby is an outdoor writer that truly lives the outdoors, and his books are all available on Amazon. When you drop your wild game off at Cinnamon Creek Ranch Wild Game Processing, go ahead, order up your ground meat and breakfast sausage. But don't stop there. We worked on a taco meat for three years to where women and kids would eat it, and a chili that we make now where you just take these things home and just throw them in a crock pot or fry them in a pan and they're ready to go. Our tamales are probably hands down to anyone's. They're double meat and, you know, masa and they're simple and they're and they're we just can't make them fast enough they're fully cooked all you got to do is poke two or three holes in the bag that we give them to you in and throw them in the microwave for three and a half minutes aside and it's like we just pulled them out of our steamer the day we made them these items have become staples in our home robin's favorite is the taco meat i'm partial to the tamales and what a feast when we put it all together for friends and family Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing, just north of Fort Worth, about a mile from Cabela's as the crow flies. CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. 
Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas Pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees. And have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com and just down the road. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. come in off the porch kinder outdoors is back and i'm back with a dear friend Corey mason is the chief executive officer of the dallas safari club and the dallas safari club foundation Corey, always good to have you here with us i want to let everybody know that this corner of the camp house is brought to you by purina pro plan pro plan performance formula in that purple sport label purple bag that's the one you're looking for for your hard-working bird dog 30% protein, 20% fat. Purina Pro Plan Sport. It's at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. Corey, I always greatly enjoy our visits. Welcome back. Good to see you, Billy. Thank you. Yep. You know, uh, hey, Halloween's coming up, and then Thanksgiving, which is my favorite, Corey. I love Thanksgiving. Me too. I love some turkey. I do too, and everything that goes with it. Uh, then Santa Claus comes, and then... It's time for DSC Convention and Expo. When the holidays start, I put that right up there with the others. It's a kingpin. There is no better way to start the new year than the DSC Convention. Yep. Let's talk about it a little bit. I want to make sure everybody gets it on their uh, on their calendars. The dates and where we're going to be. Uh, for folks that are listening today, maybe they've never been. What is this? You bet. So we will be right back at the beautiful K. Bailey Hutchinson Convention Center, January 5th through 8th in Dallas, Texas. And it is the greatest gathering of all things outdoors that occurs in North America. How many square feet of that place do we use? Yeah, so we'll have about 1,000 exhibitors covering over 800,000 square feet of space. <laughs> and it's everything. And it's not, just, uh, it's not just rifles and camo. That's right. So we will have everything there from all from the manufacturing side, anything outdoors, if that's boots, backpacks, optics, guns, gear, all of it. Outdoor lifestyle related stuff. So, uh, you know, artists, uh, taxidermy, 
uh, jewelers, and then clearly we will have outfitters from around the globe, from hunting, fishing, and everything in between. That hard-to-find hunt that uh, maybe you go online and you don't really trust online, and you bounce around and, and yeah, you know, you might find two or three people that offer that hunt. You can have eye-to-eye conversation with multiple outfitters that feature that specific hunt, no matter what you want to do. You can. It doesn't matter where it is in the world. Uh, and, and further than that, there's a couple of things that can provide some comfort to someone that's looking for something unknown. Specifically, to be an exhibitor at the DSC convention, we require that that exhibitor, in an outfitting standpoint, is a member of their in-country hunting association. So it establishes credibility there. Is well, if they have a long-standing relationship with DSC and are under that roof, it proves it proves some credibility of that outfitter as well. So it's different than buying something online where you're really getting an unknown commodity. You come here, you visit face to face, you get to meet this person, build some rapport with them, and see if they fit or not for what you're looking for. Yeah, you talk about vetted and then vetted and then vetted again. Uh, if they're there, they're reputable at DSC, uh, which leads me to uh, the artwork. And the jewelry, there's just really beautiful stuff outside of uh, the nuts and bolts of a hunt uh, that are very attractive to folks. There are. There's everything there from artists of all kinds. If it's bronze or sculpture or paintings, all of it for the whole family lifestyle. And it's really a family event. I mean, we have there from from, uh, things for kids to all different sexes and ages and everything. So, I mean, it's really a great event. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, And that's coming up again when? January 5th through the 8th. Don't forget the banquets and the auctions, both spectacular. You bet, and anybody can find all the details they want at biggame.org. Very good. Let's talk a little bit about what's been happening in the conservation world over the past 12 months. Uh, It's been a pretty busy year uh, with big moves uh, federally, nationally, uh, in the conservation, internationally, in the conservation world. What, What are the hot topics on your mind? Yeah, so we obviously keep a really strong pulse and attention focused to all things legislative, recognizing the impacts of that on the policy, and if that's a state level, national level, or international level. And so we've been tracking and engaging a number of pieces of federal legislation that we've been working on, some state-level pieces of legislation, working with our counterparts in Europe as well on some things happening there, as well as big preparations for the CITES Conference of the Party that's coming up in November, an active preparation for that. So... Lots of things there. The DSC Foundation just went through its first granting period, so that's super exciting where we take the dollars earned from the convention and the uh, Foundation Gala that took place in June, and we put those dollars back to fulfill conservation, education, and advocacy mission. For folks that don't know what CITES are, most people have never heard of CITES. They don't know what it is or how important it is uh, to the animal kingdom, the wildlife world. What is CITES? What are you talking about? Yeah, so CITES, uh, you know, we can get caught up in that world of acronyms for sure. Thanks for the opportunity to slow down about that for a second. (laughs) So, So what CITES is is really the international governing body associated with the trade, regulated trade in these animals and within that bucket of trade is kind of non-conventionally thought of it's hunting trophies associated with that as well but it's also things everywhere from uh, plant species that may be regulated and traded from the the music industry things like that the violin industry so it's all-encompassing flora and fauna but it is an international governing body that determines uh, essentially a, a global ranking of these these species so like if it's a appendix species etc it allows the ability to hunt and move those animals. Yeah, and these are our folks that are the movers and shakers in the uh, in the wildlife and wild places world and know what they're talking about. They come from a scientific background. That's exactly right. And so we've been preparing, working with wildlife ministries around the world, with the Fish and Wildlife Service, providing comments. And then I will be there in Panama uh, for two weeks in November, attending meetings, providing comments, and engaging to support the sustainable use community and the hunting community. You bet. 
how are you feeling about uh, hunting and, and fishing in North America? The numbers continue to kind of dwindle if you look at the long term. Um, does that concern you some, Corey? You know, it certainly does. As someone that obviously does this every single day and has done it for now two decades and the father of a young daughter, you know, that loves to go outdoors. And so we work with many partners to, to really look at that, trying to take introspective looks at how do we analyze this. You know, we, we've learned some good things and we had some horrible experiences, of course, during COVID. But one of the things we learned is when things got tough, people quickly remembered where they came from. And by that, I mean an outdoor lifestyle and, a, a, you know, a desire to reconnect with the land. So, we saw a reconnection there. We're seeing some of those people that are continuing to buy a hunting license. Uh, and then we're also seeing some families recruited from that. So that's been a very positive as well. I and a guy like you, uh, we can't imagine a life without hunting and fishing and, and fresh uh, game in the freezer. That's right. You know, that, I mean, it's what feeds my family, and it's what we do. It's part of our lifestyle. It is our lifestyle, you know, that we take our family spends time outdoors in the spring and in the fall and through the winter. It's what we do. You know, if it's fishing or going to Canada or going to the deer lease down the road, whatever in between. And so I, I really can't imagine that. But my eyes have been open working with people that, that can't imagine people's desire to even be outdoors on the other side of the conversation. So it is something that we have to be engaged to support because no one else is doing it on our behalf. Yep. We can never take anything for granted that just because we know something so well, we assume that everyone else does and they don't. So let's tell them again. What the heck is the Dallas Safari Club? I'm always telling people if you're not a DSC member, you ought to be. Uh, and I tell them that because I've never seen anything bad with the Dallas Safari Club. We say what we're going to do, we do it, and then we tell you what we've done. That's it. You know, I'm proud of this organization that represents about 19,000 members now globally. That the, the focus is very simply put on conservation, education, and advocacy. And that means putting dollars into conservation to conserve the world's natural resources, wildlife habitat, and wildlife and proactively educate and engage both the general public, the hunting public, so that they can better engage constituents as well and engage our legislators all over the world to support what we believe in. And I want to remind folks, because we hear from folks all over the nation each week, and it just tickles me to hear from you, but uh, chances are there's a DSC chapter near you. You're not going to have to drive too far. Yeah, that's exactly right, Bill. So we have 13 in North America right now uh, with three more that we're looking to add hopefully over the next six, eight months, something like that. Uh, the chapter network has been very beneficial because it provides, you know, DSC's global resources to a state-level chapter uh, and then the ability to engage in, uh, you know, advocacy at that state level and conservation and whatever conservation priorities there are. And those vary from each chapter from a local shooting sports team to state-level politics to conservation efforts around the world. So, it's a really great relationship we have with our chapter partners. Corey, thank you. Corey Mason, Chief Executive Officer, Dallas Safari Club and the Dallas Safari Club Foundation. There's a pro plan formula specifically built for your dog at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores, even if they have an intolerance to grain or maybe they're older and could use uh, benefit from added glucosamine in their diet for joint health. Puppies, senior citizens, and everything in between. Pro plan. Pick it up at Atwood's. Ranch and Home Stores, Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Kansas, and Missouri. Hi, I'm Tachi Hayes. I'm Cus Strickland. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it. In my mossy oak. With Kinder Outdoors. Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and I want to make sure that all of our calendars are marked with the dates for our 2023 annual military charity golf event. 
The dates are March 26th and 27th of 2023. We'll be returning to the Wild Dunes Resort on the Isle of Palms in South Carolina. Now here's the best part. The proceeds from this military charity golf event, supported by Freedom Hunters, goes to award the honorable service personnel of our U.S. and Canadian Armed Forces with outdoor adventures. There's no better cause than honoring the courageous men and women that protect our freedoms. So go to jimshockeyclassic.com to register. So again, that's March 26th and 27th of 2023 at the Wild Dunes Resort. And by the way, that's the South Carolina coast in the springtime. It doesn't get any better than that. I'll see you there. John Payne and his Tejas Ranch Fence Company know that there's no cookie-cutter approach. Every job, every ranch, every lay of land is unique and custom. We're able to take a look at the owner's intent, the individual characteristics of the property, and really come up with a solution that works for them. We've got a great team here that has a passion for what we do. Your land, our passion. We love bringing out the best in your property. TejasRanchFence.com Hey, crappie fans, if you love crappie fishing, Crappie Expo, Branson, Missouri, October the 20th through the 22nd. More than 100 exhibitors. It's all crappie. Get the latest and greatest. Also, the world's largest crappie fry, hush puppies and taters. Mmm, mmm. Pro crappie teams fishing for over $300,000. Meet the pros, seminars and concerts daily. Giving away $10,000 on Friday and again on Saturday. Cash is king. That man's crazy. CrappieExpo.com. CrappieExpo.com. After spending a few days at Joshua Creek Ranch, I describe it as a sportsman's nirvana. We love creating a unique experience for each of our guests. You know, the interests can vary here from wing shooting to deer hunting to fly fishing to river kayaking. So we have a great variety of guests, and um, we like for them to enjoy everything we have to offer. As I enjoyed the birth of a new day over the rolling hill country ranch that is Joshua Creek, I was amazed at the wildlife, quail, pheasants, native white-tailed deer, trophy class axis deer. We've worked hard on the habitat, planted improved grasses, really with the help of some wildlife biologists studied what would make the best habitat to keep our game here. Mm -hmm. We can hunt easily six, seven, eight groups. And we don't try to do it on 40 acres. I mean, these people get to walk. They get to see some country. Joe and Ann Kirchival invite you to enjoy this free-range ranch just northwest of San Antonio. Visit joshuacreek.com. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom. So your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com.
It is the dream of the animal rights fanatics to suppress your most natural connection to the earth. To sell you a life filled with urban fascinations. To ignore that death is life's unwavering partner. Together, creating a relationship between predator and prey that makes it possible for us all to survive. To the hunter, this world's most honest steward, these fantasies are the poisonous, perverted manipulations of social misfits who would take this planet hostage. They should startle you and awaken you to trust the hunter in your blood. Camp House has lots of room. Come on in, Kinder Outdoors. Professional angler Jay Yellis, Hall of Fame bass angler Jay Yellis, joins us from his home in Oregon uh, on the show today. Jay, welcome back. It's always such a great pleasure to talk to you. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you thinking about me and inviting me back on. You betcha. I want to talk a little bit about one of the uh, most stellar bass fishing careers uh, in history. And then I'm going to tell you what impresses me most about Jay Yellis's bass fishing career. First of all, the credentials. In bass, $1.6 million in earnings, more than Bassmaster Classic Champion in 2002, Angler of the Year 2003, then moved it over to uh, FLW, qualified for, I can't remember how many Forest Wood Cups, 11, I believe it was, uh, another uh, million dollars in earnings two times angler of the year and then at the end of all of that the bass fishing hall of fame jay congratulations on an incredible career oh thanks it's been good to me that's for sure i have a lot to be thankful for but that's 35 years of uh, professional fishing and um, i started doing it right after college back in 1987 so it's been a fun career something i you know grew up dreaming of doing and only in america right can you be a professional yeah. bass fisherman? I've, you know, had a lot of fun doing it. Met a lot of wonderful people all over the country and got to travel to travel America. Um, yeah, it's been great. Thanks. You bet. Yeah, yeah. You've circled the uh, U.S. map a few times in, in your career. And now yeah. I'm going to tell you what I think stands out the most about Jay Ellis's uh, uh, professional bass fishing career. You you have been a great witness for the Lord Jesus Christ all the way through. You've been so faithful in that, and it's not always easy. Seldom is it easy, and you're to be commended. You you stood your ground. You are who you are, and you probably have proclaimed that through the years, and I admire that, Jay. Well, I appreciate that because that's, I mean, it's all about Jesus, and, you know, without without him um, in my life, I, I don't know where I'd be. He's just so good, and it's, and it's, you know, day in and day out, whether you're well, you know, no matter what you're doing in life, and uh, you know he's our creator, and he's right there with us. You know, and his Holy Spirit is right there living with it in us if we if we have faith in his in Jesus is that he's God's Son that died a sinless life for, for the payment for our sins. And, and so when I heard that truth and readily believed 
Yeah, I just couldn't help but to share his goodness with folks throughout my fishing career, and I've had lots of opportunities that God's given me to have a platform and to speak to the fishermen around, especially the bass fishermen in America, about God's goodness and share my testimony at various places over the years. And, and uh, yeah, and now he's uh, – He's God's moving me from being a professional bass fisherman to being the executive director of the Cast for Kids Foundation, and I'm really thrilled about that. It's really what I'm passionate about these days, and um, um, you know, I've really He's given me a great love God has for these children and their families that we serve, and and uh, and that's what I find my passion being. Uh, waking up every morning, working hard to serve these kids, these special needs kids and their families that we serve at, our, at these Cast for Kids events. So I don't know, for those of you who are listening, if you don't know, I've never heard of Cast for Kids, you can go to castforkids.org, but it's a nonprofit that's been around 31 years. Um, I was on the board from 05 to 2015, and then the founder retired and so i transitioned from being a board member to the executive director running it on a day-to-day basis and i've been doing that for eight years and fishing and it's the foundation's grown so much that i just don't really have time to do both to be honest and, and uh, this is what god wants me doing now because that's uh, i really feel that and it's just it's tremendously um gratifying to be able to see the the fruit of your labor in the lives of these kids that we serve. So that's what we do is we put on um, events for disabled and disadvantaged youth. We get a lot of foster kids too, but a lot of physically, mentally disabled children. And we provide them a, a, an opportunity to be celebrated and go fishing. And it's, you know, we're, the events are designed to show these kids. We have volunteers from communities come out to make these events happen. The foundation just kind of, provides the leadership to the local communities and we, these children come out and we have a day designed just for them where they are shown that they're loved and valued by their community and these volunteers love on these kids and they take them fishing and most of these kids have never been fishing they've never caught a fish and they absolutely love it and it's a day designed just for them their parents love it because there's very few activities like this for their kids and then after the fishing is done, we have lunch, and then we have an award ceremony where the, each child is celebrated and <clears throat> called up to receive an award plaque with a photo, and, and uh, everybody cheers for them, makes a lot of noise, and it's really a special time for those kids, and they leave just with their hearts full, and the volunteers love it, too. It's it's pretty special. So I, I've just given you my little marketing spiel, but I tell you what, if you can't, you'll never find unless you attend in person, see the smiles, get the hugs from the kids, and feel God working. It's just like the heaven comes to earth for a few hours on Saturday morning. To, you have all these volunteers from all walks of life that gather just to serve these children and their families. And I, There aren't many activities like that where you have all races, all economic backgrounds, different people, different faith or denominations and different political affiliations. doesn't matter. They throw all that out. They're just there to serve the kids. It's like, it's like 
it's heavenly is all I can say. And so I just love that. <laughs> that's, that's what God's got, got me doing now, and I love it. I know you love it. I can tell. I can see it in your eyes. I can hear it in your voice. Stick around. We're going to talk more about Cast for Kids and about your Bass Fishing Hall of Fame career. Jay Yellis from his home up in Oregon joining us today. Joshua Creek Ranch in the Texas Hill Country. They started something new a couple of years ago. You don't have to be a member to enjoy this beautiful ranch, but if this is a place that you'd like to visit two, three, four times a year, a membership might make good sense. They have individual memberships, they have family memberships, and they have corporate memberships. And they're busy year-round. Yes, the wing shooting in the fall and winter and spring is unmatched anywhere on the planet. It's fabulous. The food and the lodging, spectacular 365 days a year. But listen, the summer months are my favorites at Joshua Creek Ranch because, hey, I love to hunt axis deer, and they've got a naturally occurring herd on this low-fence ranch that really gets my blood pumping. Enjoy all the great benefits of Joshua Creek Ranch. Come visit me at kinderoutdoors.com and learn more. Hey, listen, before we make a run to the coffee pot, let me say hello to Robert Bishop in Hamden, New York. Thanks for listening, Robert. John Travasco, Moulton, Iowa. Kurt Cochran in Troy, Ohio. And Eric Roderick listens to Kinder Outdoors in Edmond, Oklahoma. Thanks for the note. Jason Marsh, Fruta, Colorado. Bobby Richardson in Troy, Tennessee. Brian Rim, Dayton, Ohio. Kevin Bassett, Texarkana, Arkansas. Carolyn Drugsma, Gulf Breeze, Florida. Danny Faulkner in New Boston, Texas, out in East Texas. And Jim Faisal, Plano, Texas. Thanks for letting us know you listen. And be sure you drop by the website, kinderoutdoors.com, K-I-N-D-E-R, kinder, like kindergartenoutdoors.com, and register for that fall contest, Fishing You a Merry Christmas, you and two buddies in Costa Rica, fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing. You'll stay oceanfront five nights in Casa Carib Sea. The entire Carib Sea sport fishing fleet is at your disposal. Offshore, inshore, marlin, mahi. You're going to have the time of your life fishing in Costa Rica with Carib Sea sport fishing and Kinder Outdoors. Go register. Hey, everybody. It's professional bass angler Gerald Swindle. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it or I'm using the bathroom. With Big Billy Kinder, outdoors. Well, not the using the bathroom part. Well, sometimes outdoors, that's the place to be. <laughs> Can you imagine 20-plus sailfish in a single day? Welcome to Costa Rica's rich fishing history. The marlin catch is as good as any spot on earth. Blue marlin, sailfish, mahi, and tuna. From the moment your feet touch down in beautiful Costa Rica, you'll discover a new love in your life. The landscape, the people, the food, the salty air and year-round fishable temperatures and calm waters. At Carib Sea Sport Fishing, we're prepared for your group with a fleet of some of the most successful vessels in this sport fishing area. Call your buddies or make it a couple's trip to Costa Rica. Enjoy world-class Caribbean sport fishing, endless shopping, beaches, spectacular wildlife. Discover the landscape by horseback. Carib Sea Sport Fishing offers a variety of trips, offshore, inshore, overnight, half-day, full-day, every day. Come see us now at catchafishincostarica.com.
At Marksman Firearms and Outfitters, they believe the customer deserves a place to go that offers the largest variety at reasonable prices with staff that's truly knowledgeable and always puts the customer first. Military and first responders get a 10% discount, and we offer 90-day layaway, same as cash. To stay up to date on the latest products, news, events, and more, follow Marksman on Facebook and Marksman of Texas on Instagram. For more info, go to MarksmanFirearms.com. Make your mark at Marksman. For the sportsman who likes an outdoor adventure story, Ken Kirkaby's novels are just what you've been looking for. In the tournament, three friends travel to the Bahamas for a Blue Marlin tournament and find the fish of a lifetime. Ben Steelman of the Star News says the tournament is a yarn Papa Hemingway and Robert Rourke would have savored. Read and enjoy Ken Kirkaby this fall, in camp, along the trail, or at home. The tournament, Red Stick 1 and Red Stick 2, all available at Amazon. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority, come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com You'll know Toby Meadows when you run into him on the lot. They're at Classic Chevrolet and Grapevine. Because on his name tag is a big green bass. <laughs> He's earned the right to wear that big fish around. He's caught three over ten pounds. Yes, sir. Three times. Uh, twice on Lake Fork and once on Lake Conroe. This lifelong passion for Toby started in the cab of that old Chevy truck. Headed for the fishing hole a long time ago. I had an uncle, Uncle Jim, got me started. And it was just a little cork popper with little black and yellow feathers. Looked like a bumblebee, and that started it all. Three 10-pounders and 19 years with the classic grapevine family. And Toby is still going down the road in that Chevy truck. These days, though, it's a little newer, a little less bumpy, and a whole lot more powerful. Yes, it is. Well, I like it, too, especially that diesel. Got that half-ton diesel. It's good. Nice truck. Lifelong memories await your bunch in the cab of the truck. Get started at ClassicChevrolet.com. Hop in the truck. Half the fun is just getting there. Kinder Outdoors. Our special guest in the camp house this week is Bass Fishing Hall of Famer Jay Yellis. I appreciate you hanging around, Jay. This corner of the camp house brought to you by the best bird hunting in Texas, and that's Joshua Creek Ranch uh, in the Texas Hill Country, Bernie, Texas, just northwest of San Antonio. Guys, you've seen the bird forecasts. I had a biologist on here last week, the Texas Authority, telling us, you know, it's not going to be real good. You feed and work those bird dogs all year. Put them in birds. You can do that at Joshua Creek Ranch. Yes, you can bring your dogs. 
Learn more about them and book your time now because, hey, even next spring, we'll be booked soon at Joshua Creek Ranch. Learn more about my friends at Joshua Creek Ranch at kinderoutdoors.com. Jay Ellis, you had to drop out of a Bassmaster Elite Series event on Lake Fork uh, because of a medical condition. Your wrists were just killing you. In fact, you didn't just miss that event. You had to take medical leave for the remainder of the season and now since then have retired. Uh, did that injury that forced you off of Lake Fork midseason, is that part of your decision to retire? Um, no, but you're right. I had uh, ten, I've never been had an injury in 35 years. And I, this season I developed really severe tendonitis in both elbows from just from fishing too much and and uh, so I, yeah, I got so bad I couldn't even turn the handle on the reel without sharp pain in my elbow. So I knew I needed to back off, and I did withdraw from that Lake Fork tournament and the rest of the season. But really, no, I, I, it's something I've been, you know, you pray about these things. Retirement's a big deal. I mean, it's a, it's a season it's a shift in your life. So I've been praying about it a long time, and I knew it was coming soon, and I felt like it would have happened this year anyway. My arms are getting a lot better. I'd be, I feel ready to go next spring if to tournament fish again. But it's the one thing, the one way that that did contribute to the decision though, and really confirmed it, was that I missed like the last four tournaments of the year, and and I was so busy with Casper Kid stuff, I didn't even miss being at those tournaments. I didn't. I mean, I did. Wow. I didn't think about it for twenty seconds. I mean, I was just so I, you know. That was that was confirmation that that uh, yeah there was no remorse about not being there because I yeah it's something I've done for 35 years that's a long time to do anything but I we you know we those all those last four tournaments were right in the middle of the summer busy season for all of our classes running wide open that time of year so I I actually don't know how I did it the last eight years run the foundation and fish the tournaments <laughs> I just have a great staff that works for that. That's the only way I could do it because they would pick up the slack when I was at a bass tournament. And uh, so anyway, we're sure appreciate all the great volunteers out there that make the foundation hum because we couldn't do it without them. You bet. Absolutely. Hey, back uh, in the, when you graduated college, becoming a pro bass angler, you know, it, it wasn't then what it is now. Uh, it wasn't that easy to do. That, that's a big decision no. to commit uh, to commit and say, this is how I'm going to make a living. Did you get any pushback from family or anybody at that time? Well, you're right. You know, back that was like in 87. I graduated from Oregon State. And still to this day, I'm the only bass fish, professional bass fisherman, you know, right now in Oregon. So I, it's, yeah, and back in the 80s, it was like unheard of. And it, um, so my, you know, my folks thought they weren't, they didn't really know what bass fishing was back then, and they were a little unsure at first. But then they, they quickly became my biggest fans. My mom and dad did, and but I, yeah, no, I other than that, I really didn't have any pushback. Just support and people, you know, telling me to live my dream and go for it. So I, my wife and I moved to Texas in the in '91 to get um, closer to all the the big fishing tournaments on the Bassmaster circuit. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot different uh, setting than we have today with co uh, pro the proliferation of college fishing. 
across the country and, and get, kids are getting scholarships to get on college bass teams and there's I know I've met guys that are pay it's a paid position to be a, a coach of a college fishing team now these guys make a, a living wage doing that as a coach so I mean, it's yeah back then it was <laughs> there was none of that in the 80s so it was yeah I really it was just something I loved to do and I really wanted to wanted to try my hand at professional bass fishing so i was able thankful i was able to put a career together doing it and you did it at a hall of fame level jay ellis again congratulations on an incredible career and an exciting retirement we're looking forward to seeing you down the road at uh, cast for kids events come on out and i invite your all your listeners to join us too it's a great uh, it's time well spent i'll leave it at that come join us at a cast for kids event sometime Check out our event schedule is on castforkids.org. We've got 80 events this year across the country, about 30 of those are in the state of Texas. So we've, uh, but we have events in several states, and it's a lot of fun. You know, Jay, just because you retired from professional bass fishing doesn't mean you're going to put fewer miles on the pickup. You've still got a lot of miles to go. Oh, I hope so. I, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> I hope I have a lot of miles to go, and I yeah, I still feel great. I mean, I know I could fish another several years, but I on the circuit. But I just I Oregon's got a lot of great fishing opportunities that I enjoy, so I get my fill of fishing up here. We got all kinds of bass, salmon, steelhead, ocean tuna fishing out there, all kinds of stuff. So it's it's a great spot to get my fit my my fill of fishing. But it's uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with the foundation, that's for sure. You bet. And that's what I was referring to. You're not going to be maybe traveling all those miles pulling a boat, but you're going to be traveling all those miles to cast for oh, kids yeah. events yeah. all over the country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't – I that's true. I don't attend, you know, with 80 events around the country. I don't attend all 80 by any means. I'll get to about 20 of those each year. We've got a, a staff that – that we send us one staff person to every event, so that's that kind of the goal anyway. And we, uh, I get to lots of them. I I love it. It's uh, I get to meet some of the best people on earth when I get to travel to the Cats for Kids events. And it's there's good. You hear all the negative stuff in the news. Let me tell you, there are a lot of great people out there in America, and you just don't really hear about them in the news. But there's it's. There's it's the body of Christ, and, and we have a lot of people that come volunteer that aren't believers, you know, or they're, but, but we're glad that they're there, too. It's just a lot of fun. People have, anybody has a heart for these children and serving them, they're, they're who makes Cast for Kids happen, and, and so we love that. Jay Yellis, thanks for the time, and I'll be bugging you again, my friend. I'll look forward to that. Appreciate it very much. You guys have a great day. Jay, we will. Thank you. Real quick, before we go, there's a Cast for Kids banquet and auction coming up in Fort Worth real soon. And the guy that's kind of heading that up is my old buddy Troy Moncrief. Troy, fill us in. It's coming up quickly. Yes, sir. October 20th. I believe we start at 6. It will be at the uh, River Ranch and the Stockyards. And uh, we've got a big night planned, you know, lots of fun uh, auction items. And we've got Jimmy Houston coming in to be our keynote speaker. Go to the Cast for Kids uh website and look on events and you can find that the uh, the Fort Worth uh, banquet will be listed there. Well, and I know that you probably already have some cool stuff lined up and people can bid online. So 
just a hint, what, what, what have you got already in the bag? We've got some great guns that will be in the auction, uh, will be raffled off. Uh, we've got Africa hunting trips. We've got some uh, fishing trips to the Texas coast, salmon fishing with, with Jay Ellis uh, in Oregon. And then a great one, we've got one for uh, a two-day trip uh, down at Lake Amistad in Del Rio with Denny Brower uh, on his home lake. So we've got a little bit of something for everybody. Troy Moncrief, thank you for your dedication to these kids. Castforkids.org, and you're looking for the Fort Worth event if you'd like to bid online or buy a, even buy a ticket to that banquet. Hey, I want to thank my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for the time we've had together in this old camphouse today, and I want to invite you back next time around. Until then, may God bless you and your bunch. Mm-hmm.